जाएगा एक दिन अपने हिंदुस्तान में सब ठीक हो Hello I'm Ankit and welcome to Screen Damage episode 7. Today the movie for discussion is Salam Bombay from the year 1988 directed by Meera Nair. The movie availability, social media and how you can reach us is all available in the episode description. From this episode onwards going on indefinitely this podcast will be a solo effort with just me. So With that let's get to the episode. Uh, Salam Bombay is a movie which I really really like from its use of reality to to shade in the movie which while all the while retaining the whole commentary on Bollywood being larger than life using those elements to make paint a larger than life movie itself it is not it uses the elements of documentary it uses uh, the elements of shooting on location and using real locations real people and their experiences but portraying them in a manner which is larger than life and the the way in which it weaves all those elements together it ends up good so moving on to the aspects that i want to discuss about this movie one thing which really struck me was how ubiquitous the advertisement was in this movie how it takes up a lot of screen real estate in a, in in many scenes uh, now whether that is how it how the scene actually was or whether the director or the cinematographer actually chooses to focus on those details is maybe a bit fuzzy to me but it's it it stood out to me how how ubiquitous the advertisement is in this movie and how how uh, you can see even in this old colonial era architecture and all these buildings dilapidated buildings you can see the advertisement is still in the foreground how it surfaced on top of these crumbling things the enduring aspect of those things is two things one of which is a fresh coat of paint on those old dilapidated buildings and the advertisement which perseveres i would say it 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 is a big part of the almost every scene in which you look outside Uh, rather than being in a building even even where the children essentially live where they sleep you can see these essentially mu- uh, murals in the background where where it is quite symbolic what what's being painted in the background and i don't think that was specifically done for the movie itself i think it was there before and they and the way it incorp- uh, the way it uh, melds with the movie itself it's it it kind of uh, makes it an uncomfortable coming together of elements because it is the the paint on the advertisement is new it is newer than everything else the newer than the bricks the the walls that it's painted on and uh, that sort of creates the sort uh, unease that even where these children are uh, sleeping living out their lives essentially and the walls are still painted with advertisement Another aspect I wanted to discuss is how this movie in this movie there there is a large focus on how these children's lives are in moments of leisure how these people's lives are essentially in moments where they are not performing their job per se it is hopeful in those aspects where it shows moments of happiness amongst the abject crushing sludge of poverty which uh, I 
would say that other movies would focus more on the poverty part i'm not saying if it's if that's good or bad or anything but like it's just that say for example like a city of god or any movie of that kind would focus more on how uh, just just focus on the parts where poverty has affected these people and how they are using how they are uh, how they are surviving under it but the survival aspect there is more couched in not showing how these people live in their in times of leisure an example of a movie which does this well according to me is like uh, do the right thing where moments of leisure are shown in in mixed with moments of darkness there as well i mean it's it shows how things interact with each other and how oppression happens and like how how those things intertwine in in salam bombay as well it's it shows moments where these people are happy where these people even though they are living in really bad conditions and it shows them living actually it shows them surviving it shows them having their moments of uh, having their moments of not being essentially sh- uh, shown as some sort of objects of just guilt or anything like that it it doesn't do that here i mean it it does it doesn't shy away from showing how uh, all these all these different trades and different uh, essentially umbrella structures which are formed around the poverty how they're sell, uh, how they're sustained which uh, with respect to each other and how they interact with each other and how they these uh, support structures exist for these people how they form those within these uh, communities and within these different uh, places and different uh, structures which exist which which prop prop up these people and enable them them to at least have some sort of a, a life even in this all permeating thing of poverty that exists around them and is is consuming them essentially so yeah the, those sort of moments where the scenes where leisure is being shown in this movie are the standout scenes for me at least where you see you see them laughing you see them having conversations you see them dancing you see them doing things which aren't just a statement on their poverty another aspect i want to discuss is the the fact that these the the a majority of the child actors in this movie are, have been chosen from they they are essentially retelling their own experiences in life and due to the fact of repetition of their own lived experiences here it does uh, become kind of stilted their way of acting in front of the camera it it obviously it cannot be natural because it is kind of a reproduction for them it is kind of a reiteration of of things for them so it it can't be all the way natural and and that kind of uh, feeds into how the coming from cinema actors in this movie are how how their dialogues how how the way that they speak is informed by these children's way of speaking and how that in turn is influenced by bollywood and how how it is like a whole mess of trickling down from every every place and how the artifice of it all it does lead to a very stilted and unnatural kind of position where it it doesn't it it kind of undercuts the whole it being over the top too over the top speaking of too over the top uh, the scene where these children are going to see the movie and they're in a cinema hall and the movie the screen is on focus and it shows like sri devi dancing there 
and and the song and dance there and how these children are reacting to it and that that sort of thing and when uh, krishna the main character he he uh, when first arrives into bombay the screen is playing a bollywood song and with like audio all permeating throughout the station and there are a lot of moments where uh, one of the children who's living on the street he constantly quotes bollywood dialogues and he talks about how he essentially speaks at how he is influenced by bollywood and uh, that that thing also is kind of throughout this movie it exists like how influence exists and and uh, going back to the part of like how the the flow of dialogue in this movie it, it kind of feels unnatural in some instances but in others where it is backed up by them having actually lived through these circumstances and having informed the story of this movie in 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 several ways it it does make it a again a dissonance there which which actually ends up being in the favor of this movie because it it doesn't it doesn't become larger than life it doesn't become like a blockbuster bollywood movie of that era where there is a huge larger than life presence in this movie it is more in service of telling the whole story and even when it reaches those places where it is outside the realm of reality essentially it it still remains grounded due to this due to it feeling kind of unnatural with respect to the dialogue even though even though i'm saying these things i quite like what how the dialogue was depicted in this movie and even if it feels unnatural it is the delivery of it feels unnatural but the content doesn't feel that unnatural because the content is in more ways than not real also one other uh, aspect i wanted to discuss was that there are several situations in this movie where people of the community when they talk to these children and people shop owners people they talk in in a cadence which is kind of different from contemporary bollywood movies where on one hand it is kind of realistic in my own experience how how it's depicted now how it's depicted in like in in a in a manner where every person is out to get theirs kind of thing it's it's more it it doesn't show people acting in the interests of other people it it does show kind of a selfish image of all people like how maybe i'm just reading too much into it but in this movie it does show how other people even if they are making a profit out of someone else's labor and they still maintain this sort of language of cordiality and uh, it it doesn't devolve into pushing people around and things of that nature even though like the the scene where the shopkeeper who has hired krishna to essentially distribute tea when he uh, essentially fires him that scene is it's meant to be devastating and i think that scene in particular if it were in a modern bollywood movie it would be more violent if not in if not in just outright violent as in throwing punches more violent in in language and in the in the tenor and tone and 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 the the way that he would have the shopkeeper would have fired him would have more of a colorful scheme to it like which which doesn't exist here it's more and i think that also plays into the fact that it is kind of stilted it is kind of unnatural there as well so yeah that that that's the way how it uh, in which way it works for me here um uh one scene in this movie is where chillum the older drug addict 
who is shown in this movie as the experienced person or the person who's selling drugs to foreigners or selling drugs to anyone who like he is doing it on behalf of Nana Partaker's character who is essentially operates things in this in this geographical area which is shown in this movie the the joy that he shows in pulling a fast one over a tourist that that sort of joy where the the tourist has pulled out his calculator and calculating how much he should he ought to be paying for drugs for from him and even though it is not much that he gets out of the tourist just the sheer like joy that <laughs> comes over his face when he has he realizes that he has essentially conned this guy into giving more money than the drug should have been worth and and that sort of thing where uh, there's this one kid in the in the gang essentially where these these children uh, there's one older kid who is who keeps on who keeps on like belittling krishna whenever he is coming around those children and he is like on his route distributing tea or whatever and and this one kid he's like saying smart alagi shit and like asking him for free tea or whatever and that sort of thing there's this uh there's a lot of uh, things in this movie where the the establishment of hierarchy is essentially like it's it's more essentially those those people don't have any power over their situations or or anyone else who is essentially ha- has them in a in a situation which is inescapable for these people like it is an impossible it is impossible for them to get out and if if they want to or it's impossible for them to move anywhere else but sideways in those situations and so this this sort of like uh, this sort of joy in exerting in in some little way that not but not really actually not really exerting it but like in in some little way when they exert some sort of power over some other people the the joy in those situations yeah that that exists in this movie and it's that dichotomy is really interesting here now speaking of being uncomfortable in this movie with the dialogue and stuff like that there's also some moments of improvisation which simultaneously provide a bit of uh, of realness and and also some moments of discomfort because they some of the scenes like for example there's one scene where nana bardeker takes this this woman who has been sold into prostitution essentially this uh, girl of 16 years old and he takes her to essentially both of them uh, taking a photo together and he kisses her and she is sort of reluctant there and she is smiling and that moment is quite uncomfortable but it seemed like there uh, in that scene it seemed like the actors themselves were had felt those feelings it was more of an outtake there and it does become uncomfortable in the context of the movie but in the context of actually behind the scenes it it does seem like in 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 another movie i don't think that scene would have been in there there's also i heard that the scene where krishna and chilam are in the cemetery and they are talking to each other under the influence and and chilam tickles krishna and the laughter i think there was not scripted or anything it was just 
natural laughter there and that was kept in the movie so those kind of things are they add context to the movie but they make it really uncomfortable in in context as well uh, speaking of the language there's this uh, turn of phrase called that chelum says as a mark of conning uh, the white people as he calls them gulabi bakra in one instance and that that turn of phrase is like it really it seems very good to me and it's like just a throwaway thing in this movie but there are a lot of uh, different turns of phrases here in this movie which do seem to be where where uh, it kind of blurs the line between what what was scripted and what is what had been said not what what these people actually would say in those instances so yeah speaking of the advertisement aspect of it like there's also a couple of scenes where you can hear music which is playing through radios or off camera and uh, those those kind of things really uh, on one hand they do date the movie uh they are also like the the permeability of those sort of things it it is it does show that these people also have these other things and they're going on in their lives it's not just the, that they have these these sort of aspects of their lives as well uh the the music in this movie i think a lot of people like this music and uh, yeah i mean on the whole it is it is kind of uh, it it fits well with the movie but it felt like music to me like elevator lounge music kind of thing it it felt like that to me right the 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 way that the music is arranged and the way that the instruments sound it's way too clean it's way too it it feels way too smooth for for this kind of movie so it doesn't really gel well with me it it doesn't really sit well with me but yeah i mean it it the the only reason why i mentioned this is because it it became noticeable to me and 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 certain scenes but the main theme is quite good the the one where uh, which begins with the movie so yeah the whole uh, the another aspect is that it is kind of very at least in the first half i felt this way that it was very simply structured in its uh, in its editing and its storytelling but it is deceptively simple it is it it the way that it layers on things the way that it adds things the way that it contextualizes things it it is kind of a very deceptively simple and it keeps doing that till the very end and it's uh, it has a huge impact it it does land the the way that the story lands its moments it 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 does add up to a lot even though it does seem on the surface very simple one uh, particular scene i would say is that where after chelam has died krishna he has uh, deposited his money in the brick where chelam had told him that that's a very safe place inside a brick to keep the money and once he comes to see that uh, to take his money he sees that chelam had used all of that on drugs because of which he ended up overdosing and dying so he loses his money there and when he goes back to the other children where they sleep and where they keep their things and krishna really feels like he feels like uh, someone else had stolen his money so in in that moment i feel like the whole this this really comes into focus the layering of this movie because it it brings into 
the that moment brings into uh, focus the whole relationship that krishna has with had with uh, uh, chelam before and how he was trying to rescue him from drug addiction through through so many means that he was trying to keep the friendship alive essentially and he how that harkens back to his him leaving his mother in uh, the story that they're talking about in the cemetery how how uh, krishna leaving his mother and his mother telling him to bring back 500 rupees or not to come back those those sort of moments really add up into that scene where he is he is so angry over other people and he becomes paranoid and he becomes trapped there in that moment and how it all culminates into that one scene so yeah the the whole uh, impact in that scene is quite quite well layered i would say it, it is simple it is uh, it doesn't really it doesn't really belabor the point in in that scene but yeah uh, speaking of belaboring the point i would say that this uh, the way that this uh, where that this movie ends kind of felt to me that it had a few false endings before that and it just wanted to drive the point home incredibly hard by the end so uh that there i thought it kind of lost its impact because it made that point several scenes ago as well and it it does repeat a certain things as well but like it i uh, that's mean it being here but it it i was kind of disappointed by the ending uh the last thing i want to talk about is how the structural circumstances which lead to krishna being essentially him being uh, trapped in this situation so there's this thing where the movie kind of wants to portray him as an agent of uh, his own him having his own agency in these situations because uh, the the reason why he is he comes to bombay is because he was told by his mother to gather 500 rupees because he had burnt down his brother's scooter in his village and uh, that sort of shows a kind of a, a random streak where he had done something which he shouldn't have done and uh, though it's not clear what what actually happened in the version that i watched and i and i found out later that there was a version where uh, there is a scene in the uh, in the beginning where he is talking to his mother and his mother tells him to not come back until he gets 500 rupees so yeah it is just through a conversation later in the version that i watched that we gather that this thing happened that he burned down a scooter so yeah so we we find these things out and we find we we see him trying to help other people essentially for his own uh, own gains essentially he's he's doing those things there and we we see him being portrayed there as an agent of his own actions that he whatever he does is because he wants to do them and on the other hand the movie uh, how it portrays how he becomes trapped in these circumstances and how he becomes a victim of circumstances uh, the, there is a dichotomy between these both both these situations where because of certain things that he de- uh, does he is pigeonholing himself pig- pigeonholing himself into uh, certain situations and it it does become a culmination of both things by the end but i thought it was kind of weak 
the the justifications for him having any sort of agency or him whatever he is doing is leading to him being him him arriving in bombay in the first place that's his own agency uh, him uh, uh, delivering tea him whatever circumstances that he arrives in him burning the bed to try to rescue that uh, that teenage who has been sold in, uh, the 16 year old who has been sold into prostitution her and uh, that sort of thing where he burns the bed and thinks that that's the only way out for her from there and he will that will be the end of it so whatever actions he is choosing in those instances it's through it's it filtered through uh, the actions of a child filtered through the expectations of being an adult in those situations and it's 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 just uh, it feels it feels like that he has agency in those situations but it it it's more like that he believes that those are the only possible scenarios in which there can be any sort of just retribution in in those situations so yeah i i tend to see it more as like i tend to fall more on the side of circumstances leading him into doing those things and i don't see that that him being an agent of his own uh, the the things that are brought upon him for because of his actions as we see in the second half where he is imprisoned essentially for for no fault of his own he is just imprisoned and there we see how the culmination of all things where where he is talking to this one child who keeps on asking him inside the inside the essentially the prison where he is standing up to these other people and trying to like help other people as well like even in in that situation where he's trying to help this other kid from from this other from this bully who has been bullying him for a long time and yeah so even in that situation he is trying to help other people escape their circumstances so one thing is that that kid reminded me of mac from it's always sunny in philadelphia uh, uh he is always like kicking around and like practicing kicks and shit and that that really reminded me of that yeah uh getting back to the point where the the kid tells him tells krishna that all of these children who have been incarcerated here are have been kept here for a long time without any sort of reason so all of these expectations that we see here all of these uh, things which are happening to people for no reason at all and it's it's all like it's all through no fault of their own and i think that is the that is the side which i fall on it's like that these people have very little agency in their lives and no matter how they choose to use that agency it it always ends up being them digging their own graves essentially it's 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 that sort of scenario where it keeps every situation that they try to escape it keeps them digging further so yeah there's also this one other character which is like nana patekar who is his character is in, in this movie is essentially 
the drug distributor in in an area and he was previously to prostitution as well and he he promises his essentially his wife who's living with him and he promises her that certain things will happen if we if they decide to stay together and which haven't yet happened and how he is how th- there's a sub story this is another part of the movie where these these people and the expectations that they have and how they want to get out of these places where they're being held because of several factors i mean it's not just one thing it's just these people are being held in 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 place forever essentially and and the way that they they try to escape from these situations themselves and they can't because everything everything that they decide to do also pulls them back into staying in place essentially that another part also factors into it like how people cannot escape people there's no escape for people like they they uh, you'll you'll end up dying in the city and you'll end up dying in this this confined geographical location you can't get out of it like it's just reiteration throughout this movie about uh, this theme and how i choose to see it is in the beginning of the movie and up until the end there is the the arc it follows is that krishna actually believed that he could escape his circumstances and by the end there's this total breakdown of his uh, desires to escape it or his uh, will to escape it and his uh, belief that he can actually escape it even if he gets the 500 rupees he won't be able to escape it so yeah it is it is kind of a real pessimistic movie in that aspect but yeah the way it shows the what what these people do in their leisure or whatever uh, in those uh, in those circumstances it does also show that it's not just that it's it's not just that these people are experiencing just total detachment from life because just because they are living in these real impoverished conditions I don't know I don't know what I'm saying I mean that's that's just it and that's it bye crystal packing mama layer crystal down crystal packing mama layer crystal down crystal packing mama layer crystal down hey chilli aasman ghum rela hai ghumne de saale ko tu aa jaye de crystal packing mama Let's go.